started in December 2020, is a project of the United Seniors of Athens County. If you or someone you know would benefit from Athens County Care Consultation or another Athens County Cares program, please contact us at 740-541-4281. We're here for you, Athens County, because Athens County Cares. Good morning. I'm Micah, the host of Athens County Care Show and the Dementia Inclusive Coordinator for Athens County Cares. Today I have Dr. Brandy Dance, the clinical supervisor with Ohio University Hearing, Speech, and Language Clinic with me to discuss the most common conditions of hearing loss, uh, signs and symptoms of hearing loss, and tips for communicating with a person with hearing problems. Good morning, Dr. Nance. Good morning. Uh, thank you for joining us today. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. My grandmother, um, my ma maternal grandmother was deaf um, in one ear from the time uh, she was a, a child and had significant hearing loss in her other ear starting at the age of 35. And so I only knew my grandmother with hearing aids and growing up in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they were not the most excellent of hearing aids. <laughs> you hugged her and we like to call it grandma's whistling again, right? Yes. Grandma would whistle <laughs> when you got too close to her hearing aids. And things have changed significantly since then. Yes. And um, I just learned recently that one in three adults, as they age, have hearing loss. Correct. So let's talk about the types of hearing loss that okay. we, we have as we age and, um, and start from there. Okay. So when you talk about types of hearing loss, um, are we looking at like the part of the anatomy? Is that what you're interested in learning about or the causes? Maybe some of the causes of hearing okay. loss. So um, with aging by itself can be a cause of hearing loss. Um, the structures in the inner ear start to break down. Um, hereditary reasons can be a cause of hearing loss. So your genetics, whether your other family members have it or not, can be a factor. One of the major factors for most people is noise exposure. Um, and of course, you know, there's the ones everyone thinks of, military, guns, things like that. But other items, um, yard equipment, four-wheelers, music even can be exposures to noise that cause hearing loss. And of course there's other diseases or um, illnesses out there that can cause hearing loss as well. Is there anything we can do to help prevent some of that? Um, the noise exposure is the biggest one that we can help prevent. Um, it actually can cause some of the worse speech understanding over time can cause ringing in the ear returning. So protecting your ears. Can we talk a little bit about the signs and symptoms of hearing loss? And I know some of them are obvious. Like going, huh, I can't hear you. <laughs> That's an obvious sign of hearing loss or having to have someone repeat the questions, but I think there's some more subtle signs and symptoms. Yeah, the most common complaint that we hear, especially since the most common hearing loss in the beginning is in the high pitches or high frequencies, so you still hear those low frequency volumes, but you're missing some of those consonant sounds. So the most common um, complaint is everyone mumbles. Um, you feel like you're not getting the clarity of speech, and usually people are blaming it on their loved ones. Some other things that happen is um, 
you're not hearing from the other rooms, um, an audiologist nightmare that everyone wants to communicate from different rooms, but that's a common one we hear early stages. And usually, um, if it's something that's been gradual, the loved ones are the first ones to notice, actually. They realize you're missing parts of conversation or you're mishearing words um, that the person with the hearing loss may not even notice at first. Um, the other big one is TV volume going up. Um, it doesn't have to be blasting, but we do hear that. Um, but just that, oh, he needs the TV louder than he used to um, would be another sign. We had, is it, let me preface this. My in-laws lived with my husband and I, my mother-in-law still does, and they both had hearing loss. And I don't believe there's ever an age where it's too late to correct that. Correct. So my father-in-law was 85 when he got hearing aids and the TV noticeably went down. Yes. <laughs> we had, we could hear their television show from two rooms away and it was a huge difference in um in that so um what impact does hearing loss have on dementia so that's a new area of topic for us and um it seems at first like oh they're core they were related we weren't sure how they were related but there's studies now coming out that um hearing loss is actually a risk factor for dementia so the more severe your hearing loss, the higher your risk. And what we think is the cause is two, two things. One, your brain's working harder. Um, that's what a lot of people don't realize when they have hearing loss. It isn't just that you're missing things. It's the strain on your brain in trying to comprehend what's going on around you. Um, and the other piece is deprivation. So you're missing auditory information that the brain is used to hearing. And so when we have hearing loss, you're not hearing as fully and you're missing information. And you're also missing out on social interactions, yes. Yes. social cues. Yeah, so that leads to isolation. It leads to um, all those other type of issues of depression, anxiety sometimes. Um, those are things that can contribute also because we do know that the more isolated you are the more likely you are to develop some of those um, cognitive issues also let's switch tracks just a little bit and talk about what are some signs it seems seems funny to talk about signs of a hearing emergency that doesn't seem like it would be something that would come up very often in life but what would be a sign of a, of a possible hearing emergency? Um, for us, there are signs of a hearing emergency. Um, that would be if you suddenly lose your hearing. Um, that usually means there's something medical going on. So you want to get your hearing checked and get to usually an ear, nose, and throat doctor as soon as possible. Um, because lots of times it's viral and a steroid or something is going to help restore that. Um, another one would be sudden tinnitus or ringing in the ear. Um, and sometimes even episodes of dizziness, if they're very severe, could be related to the inner ear. So. Okay. And your, your clinic actually offers, offers free, free hearing testing, is that correct? Free hearing screening. Screening, okay. Mm -hmm. And what would that entail? So what that is, is a patient would come in and hear beeps at the minimal level for normal range. 
um, and it's a pass-fail test. So they raise their hand or they don't, and then if you pass it, then your hearing's within that normal range. If you don't, then you need further hearing testing to determine if you have treatable hearing loss. And you have a clinic actually coming up on April the 8th and another one, yeah, April the 8th. Yeah, so we have hearing screenings on April the 8th. Um, due to COVID, um, we're making those by appointment. So if anyone is interested, you can call our clinic at uh, 740-593-1404 and schedule a screening. We schedule 15 to 20 minutes. And those are offered on April 8th from from 10 to 12 and then 1 to 3. Correct. And if you need to grab a pen, again, that number is 740-593-1404. And then you also have a something I haven't ever heard of here and hearing aid demonstration yes so most hearing aid manufacturers provide us with what we call demo hearing aids Um, but on special days we like to actually bring in the manufacturer and give patients access to them as well so on demo days you get to come in if you don't have a recent hearing test we do a quick check try on a hearing aid, ask us questions, and ask the hearing aid manufacturer questions to see if that's something you'd be interested in pursuing. That sounds like an amazing opportunity to try it before you buy it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. Um, And as I said, hearing aids have come a long way from, from what they were 10 or 15 years ago. Could you talk a little bit about what the technology does now? Yeah, so hearing aids are fully digital. So essentially you have a little computer on your ear. Um, That means that the whistling that we were talking about earlier is pretty much non-existent um, unless you're cupping the hearing aid in your hand. Um, So on your ear, it shouldn't do that anymore. And it's also processing sound based on what it can tell your environment is. So, for example, the hearing aid is sampling sounds continuously and saying, oh, I'm in quiet, or oh, I'm in quiet with speech, or I'm in quiet, or I'm sorry, or I'm in speech in noise. So it makes decisions on how to make that amplification work based on the environments that you're in. And they're also able to set that hearing aid specifically to what sounds you need to have corrected. Correct. So It's just, it's amazing technology on on your ear yeah and we've even turned it into even more now with bluetooth capabilities so now people can stream to their phone we get a lot of patients who do their books on tape through their hearing aids um all those crazy things that's amazing (laughs) that's really amazing um a lot of people are gonna say hearing aids are out of reach financially for me and um that's a sad reality mm-hmm. in, in some circumstances that, that that technology is just too far out of reach. But there are some options. Yes, so um, it depends on, pricing depends on the clinic that you go to, first of all. Those are all set by individual practices. And then you have different options within those practices. So at our clinic, for example, we have interest-free payment plans that you can sign up for. So we just request a down payment and then divide out your remainder by a year and you can make payments. Um, We have various options in pricing. So just like most other technologies, there's bottom of the line and there's top of the line. So we go over what all those mean and try to match what's best for your lifestyle and then look financially at where we need to go. 
And if you are a veteran, there may be veteran benefits Correct. available. If you are um, in the workforce still as a senior, there are workforce options with the Ohio Disabilities Commission. Yes. Um, they, they, their whole role is to help people who have a disability stay in the workforce. Correct. Um, so don't opt out right. of, of this, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. like explore the options. Right. Um, talking about hearing, I mean, hearing loss is a fact of life in almost every family. Correct. Right. One in three adults as they age are going to experience hearing loss. What are some tips for communicating with a person with hearing loss? Because some hearing loss is not going to be able to be corrected with hearing aids. Yeah, so it's going to vary person to person on how much of these they need. It depends on the severity of the loss, the more severe, the more techniques that are going to need to be in place. But one of the biggest ones that people don't think about is trying to reduce noise when you truly want to have a conversation. We're all used to having TVs on other people talking, everything going on. Um, so if you truly want to sit down and have a conversation with someone with hearing loss, try to reduce as much of that noise as you can because noise is going to cover up what they're already able to hear. Some of the other things is make sure you're facing the person so they can use lip reading or speech reading. Um, no one thinks they're good at it, but we all use it more than we think. And when you have hearing loss, it's even more important. Um, use visual cues if possible. Um, if someone's struggling to understand a certain topic, maybe find some way to transmit it visually. Um, the other big thing is everyone wants to get louder. And while sometimes louder is needed, if you speak slower and more clearly, they're more likely to follow the conversation. You can also get their attention before starting you can give them a topic of conversation if you know they're going to get lost if there's multiple things happening. And also, if you switch topics, sometimes you might need to clue them back in. Hey, we're talking about this now. Another thing I, I like to remind people is if you're, if you're talking to someone that has hearing loss and another comorbidity like dementia, it can take up to 20, 20 seconds to process that thought. Yes. In response. So don't just keep talking. If you if you need a response, let them process what they've heard. Right. Um, and, and you might have to sit there and quiet for <laughs> what seems like a long time. Yes. Um, but 20 seconds in silence can, can be a bit of a, a time when, when, when we're used to back and forth so quickly. Yes. Um, so don't be afraid to sit in the silence and wait for an answer. Um, turn up the lights. Yes. Too. Turn up the light. For that visual. Yes. It is hard. If it's if they are having trouble seeing and they're needing to read your lips or your facial cues, turn up the lights. Um, and also make sure you're in a clear line of sight with them. Correct. And, and yeah. if they if they have trouble hearing on their left side, don't sit on their left side. <laughs> sit on the sit right. Sit on the right side. Yeah. Um, which seems like a simple thing to do but sometimes it's easy to forget right a lot of the communication tips really are common sense if you stop to think about them but no one does we all live our life just communicating on the go yes and keep your short sentences short um and keep your voice low pitched correct correct yeah um so if you're gonna get an, an, an if you're gonna get mad <laughs> <laughs> text it out yes <laughs> 
Um, and then I want to talk briefly while we have a few minutes left, just about hearing aid care. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing my, my father-in-law had trouble adjusting to was the actual hearing aid process. So it takes about 30 days. Is this correct? To adjust to having hearing aids. At least. Yes. And so could you talk a little bit about what that process would look like for someone who's new to hearing aids? Yeah. So when we fit someone with hearing aids for the first time, we actually like to check back in with them. And in the state of Ohio, it's required that you get 30 days to return them, exchange them, whatever you may need to do. Um, So we check back in usually at about two weeks, see how things are going. Um, And then it kind of depends on the patient. If a patient's doing great, I hate bringing them back continuously. Um, But we do try to get them in again within that 30 days um, to see at that point you'll know whether they're really helping you or not. It actually could take up to three months to fully adapt and get the most benefit out of it and sometimes longer. But you'll usually know in 30 days if it's the cost benefit ratio is there for you. what happens is the brain has to readjust itself and has to remember how to hear again. So at first, about the hearing aid transition. Yeah. So uh, 30 days and then people can come in as they need to to yes. adjust their prescription. And how long How long would a pair of hearing aids last someone? Um, that is a varying answer. Um I have patients sometimes who have the same pair of hearing aids for 10 years. I have other patients who get them every three. But this industry standard saying is five to seven years. What you run into is at five years, the manufacturer has gone through so many different models. There's constantly updates that they charge more for repairs or parts may not be available. So that's where we get into that five to seven year mark. So the takeaways for today would be don't be afraid to go get your hearing tested because hearing loss is part of aging. Correct. And if you are concerned about the cost of hearing aids, there are options available. Shop around. Yep. Call call other clinics. Compare prices. Um, go to the free demonstrations. Mm-hmm that are had so one is going to be held on a hearing aid demonstration is going to be held on March 16th from 1 to 4 and then there was another April one 4th. April 4th um, at the OU hearing speech and language clinic um, and that their phone number again is 740-593-1404 and they will be able to help you um, look at that and if you, you can reach out to the Ohio Disabilities Commission. Yep. So there are other avenues and options. And if you have an immediate injury, blood, sudden hearing loss, that's an emergency. That yes. is not normal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Seek help. And, um, and practice basic uh, communication skills right (laughs) with individuals with hearing loss uh, to to make make life easier for everyone yes and and they are finding that hearing loss is can be linked to dementia correct and to make your brain as healthy as possible get your hearing checked yes (laughs) and and be preventative correct 
Well, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Sorry for the confusion and <laughs> <laughs> live radio. Yeah. Live radio. That's I know it. how technology yep. goes. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. And if anyone needs help with anything you've heard today or interested in an Athens County Cares program or Athens County Care Consultation, if you're struggling with dementia or someone you know is struggling, please reach out to us at Athens uh, United Seniors of Athens County, 740-594-3535, or reach out to Allison, and she's about to give you her phone number now. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us today. If you or someone you know would benefit from Athens County Care Consultation or another Athens County Cares program, please contact us at 740-541-4281 or 740-541-4970. Tune in on Friday for another show with Athens County Cares. We're here for you, Athens County, because Athens County Cares. Progressive presents